Hello, and welcome aboard for the last episode of 2023. We are fortunate to be joined by Davis Senza, owner of Threes Greenville. Before we get into our interview with Davis, I want to give some background on Threes, uh, which is a 12-hole par-3 golf and grub house in the heart of Greenville, South Carolina. So I'm going to read uh, a little blurb from their website uh, to give some background and, and context for our conversation with Davis. Threes is a relaxed destination where you can play casual golf, grab a bite and a drink, and hang out with friends and family and meet folks. With a laid-back, community, barbecue-like atmosphere, we welcome regular golfers and newbies alike for an irresistibly fun and non-intimidating new kind of golf experience. Every night after sunset, Threes gets a colorful glow-up. We keep the good times rolling as the entire course lights up until 10.30 p.m. Play the night away with illuminated golf balls in a magically photogenic setting. The Grub House closes at 11 p.m., allowing you to enjoy a final celebratory drink with us. A few hours at Threes will change how you think about golf. We care about giving you everything you need to have a great time. I think that la- those last two sentences really sum up how Drew and I feel about golf and why we love Three so much. Uh, so now let's get to our conversation with Davis. Well, Davis, thank you for joining us, and we are really pleased and happy to have you on our show today. Uh, we'd like to start our first question with something Caleb and I shared with listeners at the very beginning of this whole podcast. Um, we'd like to hear a bit more about your background in golf. What's your history with the relation? What's the history of your relationship with the game? Uh, at three years old, I wanted to be with my dad when he came home from work. So he'd tuck his tie in his shirt and we'd go out in the backyard and there was a driveway there and it was about a 25 yard, 30 yard carry uh, over the driveway to a maple tree. And my father would have a shag bag and I'd go on out and I'd want to hit balls with him, but he wouldn't let me pull the second ball off the pile until I got it across the road. And I think it took me about a year to get it across the road. So uh, maybe not. I'd like to think not. But um, uh, the uh, the problem is, as you get older, you start hitting it shorter again. So I think I'm headed back to not hitting it across the road. <laughs> but, but it gave me an opportunity to be with my dad. Uh, and then it took. You know, I think that no matter how we how we uh, attract people to the game, what you hope for is they feel the sweet spot, uh, that they hit that one shot uh, that didn't vibrate, that one shot that when you feel it, you know it, uh, and you want to do it again. So, uh, uh, and, you know, I think if I had gone skiing the first time and hit a tree, I probably wouldn't have skied again. Uh, We couldn't. (laughs) golf is you know you can you can keep trying until you hit that sweet spot and once you do it uh then many people are hooked uh so i grew up i always said i had three older sisters so my shag bag was my best friend uh until i started dating and then i had three advisors so uh (laughs) uh, but uh, i i I love the game uh alone and I love the game with uh, my friends. So uh, uh, it's a wonderful game just to be out in the field with a shag bag uh, and, and a couple of clubs. But uh, as you grow into it, uh, the competition 
it, it's just a fantastic game of self-challenge uh, and um, we've all had great rounds, but no one will ever perfect this game. Uh, therefore, it's a relentless uh, search for that holy grail uh, that keeps us going. And, and in between uh, shots, we tend to joke around to pretend as if it doesn't mean that much to us. Well, I, I, Drew, uh, I think we both can identify with that a lot, uh, that uh, relentless pursuit of, of that that next pure pure flush that that feeling that keeps you coming back as we like to say um but next davis i want to talk about your title at threes uh which is director of fun uh, a title that drew and i think is pretty awesome can you tell us more about why you picked that title uh for yourself and what that means for your job well i'm a hospitality person uh you know i always call myself a saloon keeper with a set of golf clubs but um, um, in 1980, when I started, uh, I bought my first defunct restaurant at 24. I was the director of survival. Uh, and then, uh, thank goodness, uh, you know, getting, uh, getting, starting your first business is like telling a joke. Uh, and if people laugh, you tend to want to do more of it. Uh, <laughs> So like uh, <laughs> fortunately, my first my first project in 1980 uh, was successful, and it inspired me to do more. Uh, and then I learned a lot about myself, my creativity. Uh, and once I, I was able to afford to create um, more sophisticated hospitality, uh, then I became even more curious as to how good it could be. Uh, and you go through those, uh, those chapters uh, in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s. Uh, and I competed all those years, uh, having played, for, played at Georgia and um, uh, it brought me great. Um, golf has been a thrill for me. Uh, but I think, as I said, uh, when I turned 58, I said, I've, I've finally become smarter than I am athletically inclined. Uh, and uh, I've loved the hospitality business all those years. But at this point in time, I've been there, done that. I've grinded. I've proved to myself, uh, as I said to Ben Crenshaw one day in college, I said, it's very apparent to me that you're moving forward with your one iron and I'm moving forward with my spatula. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's exactly what we did. Uh, so he did very well with that one iron and certainly little Ben and uh, I moved forward with a spatula. Uh, but this one, with all the great golf, we travel, we want to play the, the biggest, the toughest, the longest. Uh, this gave me an opportunity uh, to turn, to create an alternative, not change the game. This is not intended to change the game. This is a purely an alternative. Uh, and 
you know, we don't realize that, uh, or thinking back, that uh, a very small percentage of people get to play great conventional golf courses, very, very small uh, in the country. You know, what is it? Maybe 2% of the people will play great conventional golf courses over a lifetime. And, and I, I believe uh, the majority, therefore over 50%, have played putt-putt uh, at some point in their life, not really caring. It was golf. It was fun. Uh, you might mm -hmm. be with kids. You might be on a date, whatever it might be. Well, putt-putt sort of represented uh, the fact that how many people played putt-putt that all of a sudden after playing putt-putt, whatever that number is, uh, whatever that number is after top golf or um, uh, or pop stroke, that they're watching the game and get a little curious as we do after, after Sunday at the Masters and, and uh, can't wait to go out and hit a few balls after watching the Masters in April. So it gave me an opportunity to combine uh, quality par three golf uh, with – uh, quality hospitality, uh, and we've had a ball doing it. The golf course, 12 holes, uh, ranging from 62 yards straight downhill. We had a hole-in-one uh, with a putter. Uh, I have them, I have them uh, shaving uh, the hillside for this 62-yard hole, our second hole, and we can go all the way up to 175 if we want. So uh, we have a variety of holes. It's real golf. The, mm -hmm. the, the irony is the better the player, the less they like a shorter shot. So, so, um, um, uh, so the golf course is fun. And as I always say, uh, well, I'm lighted until 11 o'clock at night. Uh, therefore, it gives people an option after work uh, that uh, makes it great fun. So we're open from 7 in the morning. Um, till midnight uh, and that uh, that allows a variety of people to come out on their schedule uh, and in five years gentlemen I have never seen uh, unlike regular golf uh, conventional golf uh, I've never seen a temper tantrum in five years so, <laughs> I bet I mean people people come out to enjoy themselves we had the football team from Furman come out uh, and they teed off in the rain. And the only, only difference was when they walked off 12 an hour and a half later, uh, they'd taken their shoes off. That was the only difference. So, uh, you know, it, uh, and then Mark Wilson, uh, Mark Wilson has won five tournaments on the tour. Uh, he came out, he had moved to Greenville hmm. and, was told you got to go on out and see what Davis is doing. And uh, so Mark came out with his 10 year old son. Uh, they had a ball, but uh, his 10 year old son made a home one on the 12th hole, uh, which uh, is magical for any parent. So obviously uh, they became great fans of, of uh, threes. And uh, so we have everything from tour players to absolute beginners. Uh, and, and, and the wonderful thing about this environment is nobody knows whether it's the first time they've ever been a putty green or they're standing next to a PGA Tour champion because no one wears that on their sleeve and 
everybody is sort of rooting for fun. Uh, and that's what we all like about it. Well, Davis, that was a great answer. A lot of, a lot of great stories there and, and nuggets of information. So appreciate hearing all of that. Um, I, I loved your quote there about, you know, people are not thinking about whether or not it's golf, but whether or not it's fun. Um, and I, and I think, you know, I can tell that fun has driven a lot of your pursuit with threes and it sounds like in other parts of your career as well. Uh, but with that in mind, a little bit curious about the rest of your business career prior to your time with threes. So, you know, what did you do? You mentioned, you know, in kind of the hospitality restaurant injury industry, um, you know, previously in your career, but what else did you do that kind of led you to this point now where you're able to, you know, own and operate a place like threes and, and do you consider yourself in your business pursuits, a golfer who loves business nowadays or more of a businessman that loves golf? I'm a, uh, I'm a golfer who's made uh, an, an awful lot of wonderful friends in the game of golf. Uh, and uh, if I go out and shoot par one day or 84, uh, it, it, it doesn't bother me the way it used to. So uh, uh, we played, my wife Barb and I played yesterday uh, at a wonderful golf course, Yeamans Hall down here, and I love the walk. I love Seth Rayner. I love Charles Blair McDonald, uh, and uh, I really didn't need to hit a good shot uh, yesterday to enjoy the day. Fortunately, I did hit a few good shots, even though it was shadowed by the fact that Barb hit all 14 fairways and, and, <laughs> and there, no one, no one saw me hit any good shots. Uh, the, um, uh, so I'm loving business. Uh, I think the, the reason why I'm loving business is the difference between your first show and your hundredth show. Uh, and you look back and say, boy, you remember that first show and uh, we might have done some things a little bit different. We had different equipment. Uh, we had different questions, different preparation, et cetera. And then your hundredth show, you become seasoned uh, and uh, you are much. Uh, you, you will feel more seasoned in what you're doing. Uh, and that's fun. Uh and, and that process is fun. Uh, I'm at the point with business that uh, uh, I have always loved the hospitality business, whether it was restaurants, um, uh, golf courses, clubhouses. My interest, as I told Tom Fazio, is you're building uh, golf courses. You know, let me be the Tom Fazio of clubhouses, uh, the Gil Hance of clubhouses, uh, because uh, so many people talk about the game. Uh, they uh, uh, they tend to not understand or appreciate uh, that the majority of the time we enjoy in the game uh, is off the course. So it's both that. Uh, so therefore, at times, uh, I've told a number of architects that the ice machine is as important as a great golf course architect when it comes to the total experience. So uh, I, uh, I started off uh, doing restaurants uh, and we were from a college bar in Newark, Delaware, Klondike Cates, to uh, the first Wine Spectator Award in Delaware, uh, 18th century in Columbus Inn in Wilmington uh, that my father bought back in 1953 uh, to, uh, uh, building my first golf course, Hartfeld National. And as Tom 
built a wonderful golf course out in horse country. Uh, I created um, the first clubhouse uh, to be recognized by the Zagat Dining Guide. Uh, it, it was a mission of mine because I got tired of, of people saying there's no such thing, thing as good food in clubhouses. Uh, so, and that, that is the case at times, but I think it's getting much better. So uh, I've truly enjoyed utilizing my, my um, fascination with food and beverage and putting smiles on people's faces uh, uh, with uh, implementing them in clubhouses and creating the best restaurant in town in a clubhouse. Uh, why wouldn't you? You have 150, 180 acres, you have Adirondack chairs, uh, and you have plenty of parking, and you have the sunrise and the sunset, uh, and most of the competition uh, have uh, uh, cheap little chairs and tables on concrete with old bubble gum on the concrete uh, outside their restaurant. <laughs> and the bus goes driving by and blowing exhaust in your face. Why wouldn't you want to be in an Adirondack chair on 150 acres? So that uh, once I got to the point where I was able to do that, uh, I think I really enjoyed uh, for the first time in 1995 uh, putting hospitality, food and beverage, and golf together. Uh, and then I had some pet peeves growing up with golf, and I was able to rectify that with focusing on uh, celebrating juniors, uh, women in the game, uh, uh, couples golf, uh, fun, allowing fun. Uh, so uh, there are a bunch of old fuddy-duddies in the game that don't want women on the course or don't want kids on the course. Uh, and I find them to be short-sighted and boring. Uh, and that uh, uh, golf to this day is still only 20% women. That's crazy. Uh, as I say, gentlemen, uh, that uh, uh, our ladies control 50% of our schedule, 90% of our children's schedule, and they're only 20% of the game. You know, you don't have to get your MBA to get the numbers that uh, uh, that has to change and gradually it is so the game is friendlier uh and uh friendlier to all uh and there are more and more smiles so uh, fortunately the clubs uh, are more fun to hit uh, i was at cherry hills playing in the pro uh member out at uh, cherry hills peyton manning throws a great uh tournament out there that wonderful pro-am and they've just redone their clubhouse it's magnificent out there and uh, the first hole, as you know, Arnold Palmer drove it on on the Sunday of the uh, Open. I think he was, what, six shots back, seven shots back. And he drove that first green and went on to win the U.S. Open. So they had the original uh, persimmon woods and the old balada balls. There's a gentleman there at the club that has all that equipment. And they let us hit it off. Uh, the first tee. And those are the clubs held. Those are the clubs I used in college. Uh, so uh, it was, uh, I looked down uh, and uh, I looked down, putting it behind the ball. It looked like a toothbrush. It didn't look like a driver. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, uh, you know, 
the game has come a long way. It's more fun. Arnold was right uh, that why can't uh, Ely Callaway make a driver called uh, Big Bertha and make the game more fun, uh, have the ball, uh, propel it easier, elevate it easier, et cetera. So uh, we've come a long way to making the game more fun. Uh, and when I talk about inclusive, I talk about nice people welcoming more nice people to the game. Well, I got to say, Davis, uh, you're, you're really speaking my language with in the middle of a work day with Adirondack chairs and, and good food looking out over a sunset. It sounds pretty nice right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. And I really appreciate your vision of, of combining hospitality and golf into kind of one, one venture and kind of leads into my next question. Um, we're really curious about the process for a big project like the, the threes renovation that, that y'all did a few years ago. Um, I'm sure a lot of things had to come together for that to happen. Um, can you, can you just describe some of the steps that it took to get from, uh, the time where you, uh, got to, got to threes until, uh, uh, completing that renovation and, and your thoughts on, on how to do that? Well, sure. The, um, um, Jay Haas back in the nineties, uh, partnered with a couple of guys and created, uh, this property that's part of the approach of the downtown private FBO, the airport down there. Uh, and on one side is, is threes. The other side is the airport. So it's this, uh, uh, secluded 30 acres, uh, that, uh, Jay did an amazing job of, of, uh, bringing uh, 18 architects in to do 18 uh, different green complexes. Uh, so I was told about it, and I went on out and um, I played it. And uh, after playing it a couple of times, I realized about the 12th hole, I was thirsty. And, you know, I, 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 was, I, I was ready to focus on something else. Uh, so uh, I think uh, that nine wasn't enough. Uh, 18 too many for par three, uh, 12 holes was an hour and a half, sounded great. Uh, so uh, uh, my vision for this one was one, it was built and needed to be renovated. I took six holes out and created a, a practice area, uh, members only practice area uh, that uh, people can come out, grab a shag bag and go on out and do what we love to do is just practice uh, the shots, I would say 70 yards and in, uh, and then uh, renovated uh, the whole property, regrassed it, uh, uh, redid all the bunkers, tees, greens, etc. Uh, and then uh, I was ready to build uh, a, uh, a double-decker clubhouse, if you will, uh, when uh, it came in over budget, then COVID hit, uh, and uh, I had this shack. Uh, the ice machine was worth more than the building, and uh, uh, so I just blew a hole out one side of it and turned it, put a boardwalk out there uh, during COVID so people could just walk up to the window and not have to come inside. Um, 
And we actually did very well through COVID because people uh, had cabin fever. Uh, and as we all know, the game uh, unexpectedly grew exponentially, uh, which was fantastic for golf. Uh, once uh, COVID subsided, uh, I went back to work on our plans uh, to finish uh, my original double-decker uh, did not work in that location. Uh, so we redid it. Um, I, uh, uh, our daughter and son-in-law own uh, basic projects in, in Charleston. They've done a number, number of restaurants in New York, a number of restaurants in Charleston, uh, along with their um, uh, real estate development. And they agreed to do the building with me. So instead of the clubhouse, it's the grub house. And uh, we're doing a wonderful menu of comfort food, uh, including having a smoker out back. Uh, and that uh, the only prerequisite is that um, uh, if you're gonna do a burger, if you're gonna do a grilled cheese, uh, if you're gonna do a grilled chicken sandwich, uh, if you're gonna do a pizza, if you're gonna do uh, barbecue ribs, pulled pork, etc. then why not learn how to do it right? That's what I've always done. So uh, take uh, uh, comfort food and, and make it exceptional, not just satisfactory. So, uh, and then of course, gentlemen, you have to have the biggest ice machine in golf. So, <laughs> um, uh, and uh, off and running. So I have a, uh, well, I have um, uh, a Four Seasons trained mixologist who does our, our uh, recipes. And during COVID, we were serving Four Seasons mixology in plastic cups. Uh, and uh, people recognized it, appreciated it. Uh, and uh, I've got a James Beard Award winner who uh, designed the recipe for our relish. So um, uh, it's fun. You know, the older you get, the more friends you have and the more fun you have with it. Uh, so uh, what I've done all my life is create hangs. And that whether it was downtown in a college uh, town or, or out on a golf course. Um, uh, I've been very fortunate to create hangs where people want to get there early and leave late after the round. So um, we have fun doing it. Well, I have to say, Davis, you know, one of the first times Caleb and I enjoyed threes was we celebrated my birthday there during COVID. So, you know, we were one, well, some of your clientele during that time, and it was certainly a an awesome place to escape from all the crazy stuff going on in the world and, and just enjoy some time together with friends and, and play some golf and enjoy some drinks at that awesome, awesome bar setup you guys have at, at three. So um, I'm looking forward to coming back and trying some food. I did not have anything to eat. So I was looking at some pictures of food on the website earlier and uh, you got my mouth watering to come back and, and give it a shot. So <laughs> we're excited. Well, thank you. The um, um, you, you do have to come back and we're only, what, an hour and 45 minutes from Charlotte, uh, unless 74 gets jammed. But um, um, <laughs> more often um, than not, Davis, more often than not. By the way, if 74 <laughs> gets jammed, it's quicker to fly in from Boston. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte. So, uh, but um, uh, 
love to have you come in and see the finished product. Uh, the website is about uh, uh, the uh, renovated, redone websites about to hit the air. Uh, so uh, we've got a lot of exciting stuff going on. And uh, uh, we had, um, we have 60 come out for uh, our skins night. Do you all know about the skins game on Wednesday night? Of course, it no. sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we have 60 play almost every Wednesday night, uh, but it got down to 38 degrees. And we uh, we had uh, 19 uh, come out. Uh, we have named anyone playing under 45 degrees their official badasses. Uh, and, uh, uh, and they are proud to come out. And we have a wonderful uh, Irish, uh, I would say he's our, our golf guy. He's our golf manager. He's our golf visionary. He's our golf uh, party planner, uh, Owen Cass. And you can't tell an Irishman that the weather's not suitable for golf. I'm just telling you. <laughs> so uh, um, uh, it's fun. And, if it gets cold, we have fire pits. When it gets hot, we've got more ice. Uh, but um, the spirit's fantastic, and 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 the music's fantastic. Uh, and certainly uh, with Justin Timberlake, in the spirit of the way he likes to entertain, uh, if I want a sound system, he wants a bigger sound system. Uh, so um, uh, it's it's just going to get better and better. Uh, awesome. That's that's excellent, um, and and you know, hearing a bit more about the ways that your you know, the product at Threes has continued to grow in community. You mentioned the Skins game, uh, like kind of on Wednesday nights. You mentioned different groups that come out and enjoy the course, and they you know will enjoy the grub house together and stuff too. Uh, really, just curious, you know, you, you kind of mentioned a bit sort of why twelve holes, and that's one of the reasons that Threes you know works the way it does, but. You know, I think we're also just curious that, you know, there's a replica of the Himalayas putting green at St. Andrews out there, a putting course, I know, up by the clubhouse as well. Uh, you know, kind of curious about the process for deciding to build that as well as, you know, what data you had that made you feel that, you know, this product, this kind of 12-hole golf hangout was the best product to bring people into golf in the Greenville area. Well, as I said, 1980, uh, when I was... Uh, the least seasoned, I was brand new on my own, uh, that uh, if you tell that first joke and they laugh, you want to tell another one, uh, that um, um, my instincts seem to have been pretty good as to what will work uh, and where and why. Um, I, uh, I'm blessed to be a member of the Royal Nation in Scotland uh, and off our second tee at St. Andrews, is the original Himalayas that the ladies of St. Andrews built over a hundred years ago. Uh, and every time I would get to the second tee at St. Andrews, uh, you look right and you see all ages enjoying that Himalayas. Now that Himalayas uh, arguably is an acre and a half. Uh, it's massive uh, and, uh, and severe by the way. Uh, but, um, uh, it's all fescue. They cut it with the same mower. Uh, it probably puts at about a uh, seven or an eight. Uh, and they go out with their lofted putters 
and you have three-year-olds and 103-year-olds. And uh, the kids from St. Andrews, the university, uh, it's uh, when you see people having that much fun as we're trying to conquer the old course, uh, that uh, why wouldn't you do that and and make it fun? If you're going to talk fun, uh, then why wouldn't you create the humps and bumps? We've had many tour players and a lot of great amateurs. No one's broken par yet on our Himalayas. So uh, I know Mark Wilson looked at me, he goes, that's the best I've done so far. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he uh, had shot two over. Uh, so um, uh, that's 38. So, uh, but uh, uh, I think that the Himalayas is something where uh, if you have a flat putting green, uh, then it sort of identifies uh, immediately whether you're a winner or a loser uh, if you make or miss the putt. Uh, in the Himalayas, I asked Lauren Roberts once the secret to putting, and he said speed. And what you realize on these Himalayas is you're not trying to make it. What you're trying to do is hit a solid roll and put it on a roll, and it might break four or five times. So you've got to put the right roll on the speed uh, to, to, to get the contours right. Uh, and it's much more fun than just on a flat putting surface. Uh, and it's at times so difficult that you're not trying to make it. You're, you know, you're trying to two putt. Uh, so, uh, and three putts might win. What's cool about the Himalayas is we have a, a Greenville Open match play championship. Um, and then we have the Greenville Open putting championship, which everyone obviously uh, uh, in 50 mile radius uh, will come out. And we had two eight-year-olds advance to the next match uh, in the open putting championship. So, uh, I mean, it's just fun to watch. Uh, and that golf course, uh, that putting green, as you know, wraps around what now is the, will be the grub house next week. We, uh, we're getting our CO tomorrow. So we're very excited about getting that open and rolling. Um, and that you can just be there. Uh, you're talking about lunchtime. Uh, you come on out, you order your lunch. You, you go putt 18 holes, uh, you come in, your lunch is ready, uh, and you're in and out in 40 minutes. Uh, that's a great alternative uh, than some of the places to pull up for um, uh, picking up your lunch. So um, there's just a lot of fun happening. I love it. Um, well, Davis, thanks so much for your time. Um, we have one more question. Um, thinking about the, the whole conversation we've had. Um, are you able to share any any future plans for threes? Uh, and maybe can you talk a little bit about how uh, those plans contribute to your vision for how threes can impact the you know golf as a game? Well, I think uh, I think if we can provide a golf environment where people can come out and have fun and have some laughs 
and be with people who they care for or coming out uh, to meet new friends, then that's a success. Uh, what's fun is we see uh, some of uh, the older golfers who don't want to go on out and play a conventional, uh, you know, as I say in today, you know, today, I'm not looking for a long, soft golf course anymore. I have no interest in being reminded as to how far I'm carrying my driver. So, um, um, so we see uh, such a variety of people out there for different reasons. We'll see a mom and a dad with their kids out where the kids are comfortable out there and they're not comfortable uh, at their own conventional golf course. Uh, so uh, I think that uh, everything we've learned since we opened threes uh, as it is, uh, obviously it, that, uh, uh, that design, that creation will just get better every time we do it. Uh, and uh, what we've found is that uh, to entertain at a conventional golf course, you know, many of them, the nicer ones, you can only do it on a Monday when the clubhouse is closed. And there are a lot of rules, understandably so. You respect the rules uh, at a private club uh, or even a municipal, you have rules. Uh, and that, uh, and it's, it's expensive. Uh, that it's going to cost you minimum anywhere from $300 to $500 a person to throw an outing at a, a golf course now. Uh, you can come to threes and do it for 25% of that price um, and, and do it uh, in literally uh, a third of the time. So instead of taking the day off, how many times have we all been invited to an outing and say, you know, we want to support the church, we want to support the school, we want to support the charity, uh, but boy, it'd be nice not to take the day off. Well, here you can come on out at three o'clock uh, and uh, play 18, have your festivities, uh, and you can be in and out in four hours, including golf, fun, cocktails, uh, barbecue, you're in and out in your home in time to uh, tuck the kids in. So uh, that's what's sort of fun is the amount of time it takes. Uh, and then you can have a terrific experience uh, for literally 25% of the cost, which has become very attractive to a lot of private events, corporate events, et cetera. Uh, so I think what you'll see uh, as we are looking at our Charlotte site, uh, uh, we just bought a house in Charleston, so we're excited to do something here in Charleston. Uh, and uh, the, uh, believe it or not, we got a call from Rochester, New York. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, uh, that's a tough season up there. Uh, I told the gentleman, maybe if you enclosed it, uh, it might work up there, but um, I think that uh, uh, everyone, when I think of Charlotte, when I think of the demographic of Charlotte, I think Charlotte is big enough for uh, two locations. Uh, and I think Nashville is big enough for two locations. So, uh, 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 so that's sort of cool. And then when you think about 
the thought of possibly doing one in Las Vegas at some point, uh, then you, then you see a threes on steroids, uh, that, <laughs> you know, because that's a whole different world, right? Yeah. You know, you got it. Uh, you, you have to take, um, you have to have a couple of drinks with a couple of funny looking pills to be creative enough to compete in Las Vegas. But, uh, uh, that would be fascinating to do. Uh, so, uh, you know, Jack Nicholas, uh, uh, I think, created one of the coolest things in golf when he was asked to go down to the Cayman Islands, uh, and he was given 42 acres above a golf course uh, by the Ritz-Carlton. And on the way back, he's thinking, you know, there's no way I can build a golf course on 42 acres. But then, uh, uh, cheers to Jack, he came up with a Cayman golf ball, which flew about 35% of the distance. And uh, that ball to me uh, should come back. Uh, that, that should come back for a lot of reasons. Uh, I actually had a Cayman golf ball tournament for my dad's memorial. Uh, and we did it on 2,600 yard golf course. Uh, and uh, after hitting that ball, enough you realize it's a waste of time to try to hit it hard so you just swing smooth and enjoy the flight of the golf ball uh so there's an application there jack jack proved it uh and so once you get the driver that five eight hundred dollar driver out of our hands uh then the game is really about shots and uh, so there will be plenty of opportunity to entertain people um, with whether it's the Cayman ball, a par three concept, a putt putt, a pop stroke, which is fun. Everybody can do that and laugh and giggle. Uh, so uh, top golf uh, that um, uh, I just, I think we're, we're actually collectively uh, showing the world that uh, the game it is fun. It can be fun. And if you want to be tortured, uh, then we can go to some of those golf courses that are considered to be the hardest ones in the world if we want to be humble. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, Davis, for taking the time to talk to us. This is a really, really insightful conversation. Um, really enjoyed hearing about uh, your experience with threes and I don't know, Drew. I'm excited to go back uh, and and get some get some grub at the at the grub house. Yeah, Caleb. I, I think again, this interview has proven to be complete grounds for a, a very very imminent return trip. We'd love to love to play in threes with you, Davis, if we can. That'd be awesome. So, well, let, let me know when you want to do it, and uh, uh, it uh, it is great fun. And if you can, if you can, come on down and play in the skins with me. Yeah, that sounds excellent. Well, awesome. We'll try to make that a plan. It, it, it's a great night. We pay off skins on the golf course and then we have skins on the putting course afterwards. Uh, so, um, um, and every hole uh, has a cup holder. So uh, there's no reason to leave. We're lighted. And uh, now that we have the new building, uh, we have three very large ice machines. Well, Davis, if, if three putts are winning holes, I might actually be dangerous on the Himalayas. So, <laughs> Three putts have won holes out there. So 
the um, it, it happens. It to- totally happens. But, uh, you know, I, I appreciate, I think we all appreciate each other for having the interest and the enthusiasm in the game. Uh, it, it, um, uh, that's what, that, that's our common denominator guys. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, and, and you just, for people that don't understand why would you play that, that game? Uh, there's gotta be a way of introducing them to the feel of the sweet spot. Uh, and once they hit that one shot and they feel that cashmere hit, uh, that uh, they want to do it again. And, you know, I think as much fun as we have, uh, I also think it's a responsibility for all of us to be uh, uh, very uh, welcoming to beginners uh, and nurture them uh, because uh, uh, it's, uh, as, as I say, skiing has green, blue, and black. Uh, golf starts on blue. Uh, it's hard. Uh, and, uh, we're, we have options now to make it a little more fun. Excellent. Well, I love hearing your perspective on the game of golf. And, you know, I think, like you said, there's a common denominator there. Caleb and I are passionate about the inclusivity and the, you know, approachableness and the community that golf can help create because we've, we've experienced it, you know, throughout all of our lives too. So, uh, really appreciate hearing your perspective on that and how threes is a part of it and, we thanks you, thank you again for joining us, Davis, and we uh, we look forward to getting down for the Skins game sometime soon. Well, that'd be great. The um, uh, what's the temperature in Boston? Uh, it's about forty degrees today. So we'll be seeing you uh, in the south <laughs> sooner than later. Very soon, yes. <laughs> thank you, guys. <laughs> thanks, Davis. Awesome. Thanks, Davis. Enjoy your night. And thanks again for your time. Cheers.